Welcome. Fancy new technology given to me by the government. My big brain makes me so attractive. I want to read through Lord of the Rings. I haven't yet. I, I feel kind of ashamed. Thanks for stopping by. I just heard Caleb flailing around with his tongue. Do this or I'll kill you. It's like you were going to kill me anyway. You're an executioner. To see. Brian has ascended. He is a god. What's up? They would say, oh, you think you're cute? Well, I think this bullet's also pretty cute. Pow! In Brian's attic. Or do we need to whip ourselves and cry? Hey, Bobby, step up. Boom! Bobby's head falls on the floor. You can really download it. You can really download it. <laughs> you can really download it. So I don't know. Hello, I feel like Hitler had some pretty good points. What do you think? Yeah, uh, I guess so. Uh, uh, well, That's what uh, uh, I have to disavow that. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my, I, had, I was talking with some people and I'm like, how, like, I've never seen a celebrity kind of self-implode as quickly as he's kind of self-imploded. I mean, he still has, he's still a billionaire, but it's That's like. Pretty crazy. His Welcome to like Brian's Attic, tarnished. where we do not necessarily Officially, support Hitler. We don't officially <laughs> condone Ye's actions and words. Yeah. Is I'm it Ye or Ye's? Ye, because his name's Kanye, not Yeah, Kanye. you don't say Ye. Well, yeah, but the shoes Ye. are called Yeezys. They're called Yeezys now. Oh, <laughs> no. I think they're called Shoes of the Hitler Youth. <laughs> well, that's like, um... Well, anyway, wait. A ton of people name their daughters, uh, what is it called? Khaleesi and Daenerys. Oh uh, yeah, from Game yeah, of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she, when she went rogue and killed like everybody in King's Landing, it's like kind of awkward now because it's like. I mean, well, if you, I didn't, I never, yeah, I watched season like eight the first, really canon though. I watched the first two or three episodes of that show as like a because of philosophy class, and like I didn't need to see that. I didn't need philosophy to watch the whole the rest class. of it to know that Daenerys was gonna do that. Like obviously, yeah, it was like, set she's up, nuts. Like, she, yeah. she's not, she was not strong, empowered woman. She was nuts. She's crazy. Of course she was well, going to do that. They said George R. R. Martin told them, like, three things that were going to happen in, like, ahead, basically. And I'm pretty sure that was one of the things that's going to happen at the end of the book series. So. Presuming he writes it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, anyway, before I, uh, we get really into uh, what we're going to be talking about, because there's a lot. It's been a while since we've been here. Uh, I would first like to extend... My warm uh, birthday wishes to Brian's child, who, as I understand, is one year old now. So happy birthday, say happy birthday uh, for me. Two days ago. Yep. Yeah, two days ago, as of this recording. I guess Hopefully I'll also extend a warm well. uh, happy wishes to uh, Caleb's dog, which you can hear in the background. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think that was Hope sending well wishes to Betsy. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Kind that's of nice. aggressive wishes, but yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway. I was going to mention, um, I'm, I'm almost through, uh, or I just started Return of the King, so I just finished Two Towers. Oh, really? Um, okay. But two, Which I tower say, did you finish first? 9-11? <laughs> the second half of Two Towers was kind of like hard for me to get through a little bit. <laughs> You're horrible. <laughs> Are you making 9-11 jokes already? <laughs> yes. Of course! <laughs> yeah, but, but the, the second half of the book is like, it was good, but it was started slow at least, like following Sam and Frodo. Yeah, Gollum. I definitely preferred following uh, Aragorn, Legolas, and uh, Gimli. So, son of Gloin. Except mm. it was picked up when Faramir meets them. 
and that was that was a point where it's like, oh, okay, this is cool. Um, so basically, you think that the hobbits are boring? Is what I'm to a certain at. degree, yes. It, why would you? They're not why, nearly why as proactive. Oh, okay. It be because is it because they're just on a journey and they're not fighting? <clears throat> would you say it's because they have? They, it feels like they have less to do. Like, well, the way it's written, it's like I'm okay with them, like being on a journey, not fighting all the time. But I do like. I guess I. I feel like it would have been a more enjoyable experience if it was interspersed, right? So you have one chapter relating to one group. Mm. You know, just to switch well, it, it up. It's interesting when decisions are being made. You know, but elaborate with, with Frodo and Sam. It's like there aren't a whole lot of options. It's you go with the one that takes you to Mordor. Yeah. Mm, OK, I see. I see. You know, I did like how it expanded yeah. on like the death marches because or marshes cause, like cause I only see, had seen the film. So it's cool how like certain scenes in the film are actually yeah, it's like, really impressive how Tolkien really fleshed that out beyond the the movies. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good comment. But I, I saw the I saw the movies first, so it's like I'm going Same. based off like. Uh, so did and I. I saw the movies Believe 15 years not, ago. I don't remember. Yeah. I just recently Wait, watched the extended cuts. Um, I, I, have, I saw the movies 15 years ago, and I don't remember them. Wow. Yeah. See, they they're basically my childhood. Uh, they're pretty. Um, particularly Fellowship of the Ring. Uh, Fellowship pretty great. near and dear to me. <clears throat> Return of the King so far seems it, it captures. Great. Like the epic fantasy Tolkien world, yeah, pretty well. Yeah. I, uh, I, I don't know the other ones and the uh, the scenes with the Rohirrim in the two mm -hmm. towers are also excellent. Bayadin uh, is the best character. He is so cool. Yeah, I but like the Return like of the Boromir. King stuff kind of goes off the rails a bit. I like Boromir because he's like flawed because it's like a lot of the mm. heroes are the it's Thanos they make mistakes but they're not like flawed deeply flawed. Thanos was deeply flawed, too. He just doesn't die for it. He dies in um, glory, which is why I love him. Um, there, there was one... I like the chapters where they are focusing more on traveling, though, like in the second half of the book. So, like, there's the one chapter where they're trying to rappel down a cliff, and they have, have to use the rope that was gifted to them. By I'm now imagining Frodo and Sam in full SWAT gear. Yeah. <laughs> rappelling down a cliff. And then, um... And then they get to the bottom, and they're like, oh, we, had, we tied the rope, so how are we going to get it loose? And then they just tugged on it, and it came loose. Like, it was just, that was enjoyable. And the other one was where uh, Someone Gollum... swatted Sauron as, as he's streaming, because they, <laughs> they didn't like his political views. <laughs> so, like, Frodo and Sam, it's like, bursting, get out of the crowd, get out of the crowd! Ah! <laughs> yeah. This step is further than I've ever been. <laughs> that video is great. Because every time Sam takes a step, Oh, it go repeats the line. Theme. Oh my goodness! I believe it or not, I think I've seen that one, and I don't know why I watched it. <laughs> I have not so seen dumb. it, but I, know, I, I, I think I know what you're talking about. But did you? I, did you know? I mean, you guys know that that really classic one. They're taking the Hobbit Isengard. Oh yeah. You do you know how like Orlando Bloom didn't know that video existed until like two or three years ago? No well, one ever. No one ever showed him that. And he was going nuts, like, wait, you all knew about this? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, no one told me. It's like, I think we figured you knew already. Like, you're in it. That's pretty funny. <laughs> that, no, yeah, that, that was great. <clears throat> so, um, what do you guys think about Henry Cavill? Uh, He's going to be in a Warhammer series. Now. Okay, hang on a second. Let's wait, establish really? the timeline first. He was in The Witcher. Then he quit for mm, reasons. 
And then he was like, I'm gonna ba- I'm going back to be Superman. And then apparently well, and the studio told him that he could announce that. Yes. And and The Rock gives an interview. Dwayne Johnson says, you know, I fought for years to bring Henry Cavill back. We need him. He's Superman. And that's like now now James Gunn uh is like well, yeah, a- no. Apparently they hired James Gunn and the other guy, Peter Safran or whatever. Um, yeah. I just after the announcement and it was their decision to Which is nuts. go back on it. And I like, hope he and, got like and a then severance like, package of some kind, even though so the, like a month, I guess he less, probably less may than not a month have later, signed a contract. I don't know. It was like less than like a month after Cavill like announces he's, he's back as Superman, and like his cameo in in uh, Black Adam, he like has to write like a like a like a, uh, an announcement on on online. He's like, you know, sometimes it just it just happens, and hey, it's okay. And it's like you're clearly not you're clearly not cool with this. He's clear. He's such a big nerd. Yeah, like, he's clearly disappointed. But, but now I that he's got Warhammer, and I was going to ask you, like, I-, I wanted to get your guys' opinions. What do you think? Like, do you think well, I, per- I, my, I know my next personal- to nothing about Warhammer? I wanted to answer, Same, but my personal so I'm probably opinion is okay that this with whatever like a, they do. <laughs> this has like a ten percent chance of being good because Henry Cavill is a man marked by being the one not garbage thing in a sea of garbage. He is the ten percent good. <laughs> yeah, basically, and it's like. Current trends suggest it's going to be bad, except for Henry Cavill. Yeah, um, the actual, but I'd probably still watch it for Henry Cavill. The, the I'd give post, it a try. Um, That's that why he made. I, like I watched the Enola Holmes movie for Henry Cavill. Well, he was in there, even though he's you in it like for like Bobby ten Brown? minutes. It's why it's would you name clearly a movie that? made for like teenage girls? Just to be clear, <laughs> like nah. I can't say anything because I watched the Wednesday series about uh. Wednesday Maybe Adams. Man. Oh, that. Yeah, whatever. I, I, I didn't get the internet obsession with her. Okay, she's uh, a Tim, Tim Burton. Tim Burton actually directed several of the episodes, so oh. it was, like, interesting from a stylistic perspective. Oh, okay. Um, I, I started seeing, like, I guess TikTok videos. Oh, no. Not of it, but, like, you know, those, those random, like, clips. You know, it's, like, the only time Wednesday smiles in the entire show or oh. whatever. Random things like that. Um, Henry's post, he like somebody like highlighted the portion where he's like, "We will be making sure that we stay as close to the source material as possible." And it's like some people are like, you know, concluded that since we, him, or, sorry, him, because he's the executive were, producer in this show, right? Some people were claiming That's that he in the post intentionally left that there because he was salty about um the whole situation with well, Superman. I mean. That, that only makes Hilarious. sense. If you're going to be a producer on a show uh, of something you care about, well, first off, he's probably a producer on the show because it's something he cares about, and he wants that kind of creative say. Shame he mm-hmm. couldn't be that for The Witcher, but hey, what are you going to do? It's well, awful. And it, you <laughs> it's know, terrible. You learn, you learn lessons from life. You know, and this Here's is like, yeah, that wasn't he great. Can, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make sure gonna... that kind of thing doesn't happen again. You know, I, like, I, I don't see anything... Like, doesn't necessarily have to be bitterness, just learning from past mistakes, you know? I'll say this. While I don't disagree that Henry Cavill will attempt his hardest, and I understand why he has to say we'll do it as much as possible, because there's going to be some things you can't really, you can't really uh, one-to-one uh, adapt. There has to be some changes. Uh, yeah. There could always be someone who's like... Is it a series like, or a movie? I, I don't know. 
there's it's going to be a TV series, but the problem is it, there's people who work on TV Rings series. of Power that are attached to the project, so that's See, not like, making there, me, there you go. That's not making me confident that it's going to be a good show. You just show. need people who are like not. Wait, what, what makes you not confident, Caleb? What? What did you just say? What makes you not confident? Um, there's individuals who were attached to the Rings of Power show that are attached to the project. Oh, well, it yeah, it, I I just saw that it uh, was picked up by Amazon, which is already a mark against it, you know. Well, the Expanse, I guess, was Amazon bought it and then they continued it, and it was fine. But a lot of their in the Man in the High Castle, they know how to make good shows because the Man in the High Castle, at least for the first couple seasons, was a pretty phenomenal show. It's just lately they've been churning out garbage. So, Brian, you said that you had been uh, watching a lot of movies since the last time we talked. Yes. So I, I think I mentioned that I'd watched part of Interstellar the last time. OK, that, I you said that's you had kind seen of the entirety of Interstellar last time. I have. But that oh. this was my fourth time watching it, which, you know, I like a movie if I've bothered to watch it, you know, a second time. Mm hmm. So I did end up finishing that. Then I discovered that RRR is on Netflix and is well worth watching. It is heartfelt, weird, and awesome all at the same time. And it's also three hours long. It, it's, it's not Bollywood. It's, it's kind of an Indian-style movie. I hear it's called Tollywood, but I have no idea what that means. But the movie is amazing. You guys should take a look at it. Just for... What's it about? What's the premise? It's about... These two, um, I suppose you could say it's a story about two men fighting for the independence of India, who at first are arch, like, they're enemies opposed to each other, but they become best friends. It's a story about friendship and patriotism, I guess. <laughs> that makes it sound less interesting, but it's, it's a crazy movie. Mm -hmm. But then, on Thanksgiving Day, I found out that my in-laws have uh, HBO Max mm -hmm. as part of their uh, phone phone service. Mm -hmm. So in a week on HBO Max, I watched Dune, Blade Runner 2049, Howl's Moving Castle, Mad Max Fury Road, and Princess Mononoke. Howl's Moving Castle is... Uh, I, I remember I saw that back in like 2017. Um, Caleb, however, said this is anime cringe and left, so he did not see that with me and, and Luke. Did I actually drive, like, did I arrive there and then drive away? Yeah, you left. You were like, this is anime oh, watching yeah. us. And yeah, you, because you we left. had gone there to watch The Knight's Tale, if I remember. Mm -hmm. We watched it, and then, like, I yeah. think it was suggested that we watch that Howl's again. Howl's Moving like, Castle is a very strange movie. I wouldn't suggest watching it if you're not used to, like, Japanese animation it was already. a good movie. What do you think of uh, Blade Runner 2049? Because that was like really cool when it came out, or at least I enjoyed it. I, I really liked it. It's kind of a good continuation of the first one. I know Andrew saw it recently as well. Yeah, around um, Thanksgiving. And didn't you the... have thoughts on it? I can't remember. I think I thought like about like it the last one... time. I don't remember what you said about it. Neither do I. I thought it was a, <laughs> I thought it was a decent film. Um... <clears throat> there, there were some oh i i think i remember it was that uh the ai I, i'm spoilers the ai girlfriend of uh ryan gosling's character i think very closely parallels uh has certain 
compelling analogs in in the real world um a mix of chatbots vtubers um as well as that one guy in japan who married his alarm clock that right. projected a hologram of hatsune miku and is uh now worried uh that his he's in, he's in pre-mourning for his wife's sorry quote wife's quote death because the company that developed uh that alarm clock software is no longer going to be making updates to it so eventually she's going to she quote is going to die uh i, I think the quote. idea of people attempting to find complete and full human companionship without the human because that's uh difficult i guess uh too difficult is something that i find i found very compelling much more compelling than the other plot thread of replicants somehow being alive they're not alive they'll never be they'll never be alive they kind of just say like it's a miracle the replicant conceived with whose dna how it gestated how how did it produce the hormones that said how it did all right cool whatever i i don't care uh that part i found very very uncompelling i didn't care about that because it was just ridiculous uh I, I i cared way more about the ai girlfriend who at first I was scoffing at, and then when when she died, uh, I actually felt really sad. I was like, "Oh man, <laughs> it, 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 that that felt not like I, I admit watching it. I was like, oh man, she died.' But it's like, well, actually, she's just an AI. But the the and I I guess I guess my mind rationalized it as well. Ryan Gosling is Ryan Gosling's character is also not really human, so maybe the AIs do have that true companionship because like they're both not real you know <clears throat> they're both not real humans so like they have something special and then when like the the vanilla model version of of her like reaches out to him in the rain and he's just like got the, the dead fish look and uh and she's like you're a good joe and i was like oh like that punched me right in the gut it was just like i feel so bad for this guy Right where where Joe is just the generic name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So now you now you're kind of wondering like, did she pick that name because she really she she thought you know you deserve a name or was it that's just what she's programmed to do? But that but I admit that that line of of uh, argumentation seems a bit weak because if she's just programmed to do that, wouldn't like everyone know that you know like. Right? Wouldn't everybody just be named Joe? Right. Yeah, not right. everyone's in need of a name. Right. It's 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 kind of like, oh, she called me Joe. That's how you know the uh, the program has decided the the relationship has escalated to a certain level. It seems to me that it was something entirely coincidental, which I, I think is necessary for the for the for that moment in the story to have the narrative weight that it's intended to have. It has to be a coincidence to remind him that. The woman, woman, quote, the the entity that he loved is is lost forever. But also that that she she uh, performs a profound act of sacrifice, which I think humanizes her in a way that uh that frankly speaking, a lot of their characters don't really seem to have. Overall, I really solid like film. How go watch it. Really good. I liked how they were pretending how the the bugs were also like a good meal. That was nice. The bug. I don't. Remember he has he, he has he, he has like a bowl of bugs. And like she puts a hologram over it to make it look like spaghetti. Oh, oh or right, right. Have you, I like uh, how the movie kind of raises those questions of what it means to be human, uh, and it extends that thought process from the first movie. 
Harrison Ford didn't look like he wanted to be there, but he's kind of that way in all the movies. I he's think in. that's his character. He just showed up in a t-shirt. He plays Harrison Ford he's plays Harrison like... Ford the same way Jeff Goldblum plays Jeff Goldblum, but like Jeff Goldblum's character is eccentric and slightly confused, and Harrison Ford's character is uh, Clint Eastwood. Near as I can Harrison tell. Ford character is who? Clint Eastwood. I am. I'm not looking forward to the new Indian Ninja. Indiana Jones movie coming out. What are you talking about? Like, great. Whatsoever. Have you heard it involves time travel? Yeah. And <laughs> they're, the they're going to digitally de-age him. Who um, is tied to... He directed Maybe, Logan. or just reuse old footage from the, the other movies. Digitally de-age stuntman. Yeah, but um, the guy who's directing it's a good director. He's directed some of the movies I like a lot. I but want V2 to like, be part How of much creative somehow. control does he actually have with the project? You know? Who? James Mangold, he's Why? the guy who directed Logan. Oh, okay. Has he done anything else? Yeah, he has. I just can't think of it off the top of my head. Oh, okay. he also did the Wolverine. Um, let me look real quick. So he does Marvel. Wait, the one where he loses okay. his powers? Um, Ford versus Ferrari, which is a good movie. Never heard of it. And then yeah, both the I guess Wolverine. You like cars? I don't. Know. No, it's a good movie. You don't if you don't like cars as well. Okay, that's like saying Hidalgo. That, that, that sounds like saying Hidalgo is a good movie if you don't care about horses. Well, it's like no. Top Gear because people don't sometimes, or I know a lot of people who aren't into cars who just watch Top Gear because they think Jeremy Clark's funny. I so. think Jeremy Clarkson's hilarious, but he's not hes not hilarious enough to slog through watching a show about cars. I yeah. don't know. I, I did. I have absolutely no idea how cars work. Okay. Different <laughs> strokes. Fell great oaks. <laughs> Different strokes. Like strokes? a two-stroke or a four-stroke engine. I oh, okay, yeah. Well, I didn't. I, I, didn't I, I don't know how cars work, okay. man. <laughs> I was thinking. I was thinking. I was thinking of the really popular. That was phrase, a highbrow mechanic joke. Different strokes fell great oaks, but you know whatever. So, have you started creating? Do you have your own garage now, Brian? Brian's garage. It's a separate yeah, podcast. Brian, to to go with Brian's Yes, where Brian will talk about cars, cars and grease. And the leather. TV show. <laughs> Wait, Grease and Leather? Or Grease and Movie? Dude, what? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> We've never watched it. No. Any other movies you've been watching, Brian? Have you watched Avatar yet? Way of Water? Oh, yeah, the second I've one. Not... It came out uh, two days ago. I don't know if it's available in my area. I'm watching it Monday. Which sounds so. weird. I have a coworker a... who, uh, like, just... He, he had, like, we had it worked out. But, like, he normally... Works like a different shift, and he got a whole a whole like separate shift for that 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 he could leave early for just to go see it because he had like the tickets printed a month in advance. Crazy, yeah. Which, like he said, it was a good movie, so apparently I, I get on him. Now he's got to get ready for the four other movies that are going to be no right. Like I can't imagine. Like oh, they've been filming. Why didn't they release them then? They've they've had them filmed. Just release them then. What are you talking about? Because he got to build the hype. Uh. Yeah, I think the hype died like 15 years ago, personally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the thing, though. I totally agree. But Get I'm... hype, get hype! It's been a decade, Because the original James. film wasn't that Mr. complicated. Cameron, Mr. Cameron, it's been say, a decade. I, awesome. I don't think there's hype for the second movie, I would say. But, like, I'm mild interested interest. in seeing it. Yeah, there, there you go, mild interest. Well, yeah, like... no, it's... Okay, th there are very few movies that I take an interest in seeing in the theaters. At this point in my life, you know, it comes down to Denis Villeneuve, uh, Christopher Nolan, and kind of James Cameron, just because they make that the, they have, I guess, iconic things that appeal to me. Mm. 
So wait, I'm uh, sorry. Christopher I, I Nolan know I made a, makes I made, very I know I made like a intellectual logic. You gotta explain that. So Christopher Nolan makes these like brain exploding movies in oh. a manner of speaking. Like they they they're movies you tend to watch multiple times because you don't get all of it the first time. There's just so much packed into them. Uh, and that part, a lot of that's because he uses a lot of dialogue, which a lot of people think is probably not, uh, you know, very artsy. It's a movie, you know, use the visuals to tell the story, you know, do what a movie can't do, or sorry, what do what a movie can do that other mediums can't. Like that's, that's yeah. kind of what make, makes movies art kind of stuff. Denis Villeneuve does more of the artsy visual stuff. It's, you know, epic, you know, giant ships flying off the ground. His movies have much less dialogue than Christopher Nolan's movies. And they're more cinematic, artsy, you know. So Christopher Nolan's movies are, I suppose you could say, artsy in the sense of, oh, what does it all mean? In the sense of the plot. But... Denis Villeneuve's movies are more artsy in the sense of what does it all mean on the like the visual emotional level like Blade Runner 2049 for example it's you have all these different elements you've got the replicants you have this woman this female replicant who's had a baby okay if regular you know does being born mean that you're a replica uh, a human or is it what you do then you have this AI that acts kind of human, makes a great sacrifice, just like the main character at the end of the movie kind of makes a sacrifice. What does it mean? And But there's not really much dialogue about that. Uh, there's some. But, it, you know, interesting questions like that just from the circumstances of the movie. And then James Cameron just makes big budget, like, fancy visuals using new technologies, usually. And so that it's like groundbreaking technologies in the process of making a movie. So that those are the kind of the things that interest me in movies that make it worth it to me to actually see them in theaters. Whereas a lot of other movies, you know, a Marvel movie, I don't have to see it in theaters. Yeah, I agree. It's just kind of generic, okay movie. I'll see it on Disney Plus when it gets there. Even though I think a lot of them just show up on Disney Plus the day they come out in theaters. So the only like, the only Marvel matter. project that I'm mildly interested in is the new Guardians of the Galaxy, just because I like the first and second one, and because I do like James Gunn's directing. Like, I hit the Suicide Squad, like the the second one, it was actually kind of enjoyable. It was like ridiculous, but he does like really good stuff with really like odd characters. And I also like the concept of a film where basically all your main characters, like the premise, is all your main characters could die. It just makes it you're more on the edge of your seat because it's not like, oh, there's going to be three films after this that, you know, this is all building to. Um, I think the unpredictability of it is what makes it great. So that's a movie, at least. But yeah, the only project I'm mildly interested in is um, I can't even think is Guardians Galaxy 3, like as far as Marvel. Once I'm done with that, I'm kind of just done with Marvel because I just stopped watching the series because they weren't compelling anymore. So I haven't seen any of the marvel movies since endgame i saw the newer thor and it was like a enormous letdown it was like, just I terrible haven't, i haven't seen the new thor i haven't seen any of the spider-mans not even far from home what? which was supposed to be the actual end to phase three far right? oh n you've seen no way home but you haven't seen far from home 
right? I think Far From Home comes before. No, Way neither Home. one. Well, well, I would say, I guess that, as far as Marvel movies, that was the last one that would, like, kind of blew me away. But just because, spoilers, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield mm-hmm. were brought back. And basically, the film also respected, like, the previous films that they were in before. So there was, like, moments where it's like you could, like, it's not like the characters were brought in just for plot or just for excitement. They, like, actually uh, had right. stuff to and do. And they're not the only people from those movies that were brought in. Yeah. But that's, like, the la- I guess the last big budget Marvel movie I've enjoyed. So, and really enjoyed. I don't think I've seen a Marvel movie since Thor Ragnarok. Wow. I guess you Yeah, win. but just most of it is just, especially the stuff on Disney+, Plus. they're just, like, popping them out like nothing. And they're all kind of, like, generic. Right. Have the same plot beat. Not that interesting. I need a, I need a fancy tart. For Marvel, in order to for me to gain my interest, you remember the fancy tart, Andrew? No, I don't. It's Michael's Michael's reference for Andor. Oh, you know the Mandalorians. You know an Oreo cookie that's like <laughs> it's good. It's always good, but it's like definitely junk food. Whereas you know Andor is a fancy tart. You know you I'm don't not get sure it. If you ever use that all the comparison time. with me. That's a good. I thought you said that you'd heard it before. Oh, maybe I did, and I just forgotten been a while what have you guys been reading we talked a lot about movies but have you guys been reading a lot <laughs> well um, don't keep us waiting oh well i'm just yeah well, i'm just going, I listen, going through lord of the so i've been listening to a lot of audiobooks lately because i'm trying to catch up on my reading goal which is probably not the best motivation for reading but i'm getting through a lot of books i listened to a youtuber's book that's like how to get good get good grades in college it was a YouTuber that I occasionally watch, but not much. It's, he's kind of like one of those productivity guys. It was interesting. Some of the, the, the best book I've listened to recently is A Christmas Carol, because it's just phenomenal. And it was read by Tim Curry, oh, who oh. does a fan, fantastic job. Yeah. Uh, the original Christmas And I'm Carol? currently in The Chronicles of Narnia. Awesome. Oh, nice. I remember yeah. reading. Not not the first time I've read either A Christmas Carol or Chronicles of Narnia. Just kind of re-listening to them. Mm. You still reading the Dune sequels, Andrew? I stopped at after Children of Dune. Um, I'd like to talk more about why, but neither of you know what that would that is, and I'm not going to spoil <laughs> it for you. But I uh, decided to take a small break. Um, I'm currently on book three of the Witcher series still. Uh, I, I just cannot get over how different tonally the books are from the show. It's, it is not a simple matter of, well, it would be difficult to, to, for the audience to understand who Yennefer is unless we go into her backstory, uh, alongside, uh, Geralt's adventures. Uh, whatever. Like, I, I, I understand that. That you, you could argue there's some thematic or, or pacing issues that, that could arise. This is speaking only of the first season because you've not seen the second yes, season. Yes, I have not show, seen the right? second season. Um, but when, when characters like motivations for doing sometimes their only major action in the story at all before dying, uh, is completely recontextualized based on the opinion of if that article is to be believed uh people who mock and belittle the source material 
it's it becomes a different series. This is this is uh this is something else puppeting the Witcher's body. This is this is not the Witcher. This is like someone like killed the Witcher, took it like and is now wearing its skin and saying, "Look at me, I I'm I'm Geralt of Rivia." Like, no, you're not. You're just some guy. <clears throat> not 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 to mention you hate the story because I don't know why I, I don't know why I don't know why you hate the story and I don't I don't really care why you hate the story. Uh, you should not be in charge of it if you don't like it. Um, yeah, I, I just don't, listen, it can be, it can be good in, in its own right, but the question is, why not just make your own thing? Because no one cares. I'm not, I'm not here for the director, I'm not here for the producer, I'm not here for, uh, the actors even, as, as good as they are, uh, in, in certain places, I'm not, I'm not here for them. I'm here for the author. The author is the entire reason that this series is being made in the first place. Same thing with Rings of Power. You know, like, they explicitly say they're not here for Tolkien. You listen to Peter Jackson in his, in his interviews, he says, we are, we are explicitly here for Tolkien. Tolkien has been dead for decades. We're here for Tolkien. And what do you know? People love it. P people don't like Rings of Power. I wonder why. Uh, no, that, that being said, because I actually really do like I was just about, just about to talk about that. I greatly enjoy... Um, some things that is are a little bit awkward to talk about over the air, so I won't I won't talk about it a whole lot. But like Siri going through puberty and having to like kind of navigate that in like a castle full of guys who don't really know what what's like. Well, she seems like a little bit like uh like she she she's like clutching her stomach and she's like in pain all the time. What's up with that? I don't know, dude. Like it's ah, just ah, <laughs> like put her on the wheel again. Whatever. Like we're going for more training exercises. Um. Uh, seeing, uh, I'll be honest, sometimes the books feel like they go through things very quickly. Like, characters will say things, and there'll be some kind of revelation, and they just move on. And it's like, oh, I, I, I would have figured they would have stopped and, like, said, hey, hang on a second, oh, you just dropped a bombshell on us. We're not gonna talk about that? No, apparently not. Overall, I do enjoy it so far. I'm a little over halfway through Blood of Elves. I like that there are there are a lot of little things, a lot of little mentions that if I had not read the first two books, I would be so lost in this world. When they mention like such and such king or such and such area, it's like, oh, I remember that. And it's like, okay, not, now I can kind of like piece together this world in my head. So I liked all that, that world building and, and, and setting building that uh, Sapkowski did um, in the first two novels that also kind of set up the conflict that was going to be happening in the third book as well. I especially like, um, so far at least, the introduction of Nilfgaard, who they seem to be, from what I can tell, I don't know the major story beats of, the, of this story, so I'm really excited to see how it goes. They seem to be like the antagonists, but I know there's got to be something else. So I'm really, I'm really excited to see where, where it goes from here. Recommend. I recommend. I'm not going to mention anything about, like, the... I'm, I'm just going to mention my opinion. Blood of Elves is one of my favorite books in the series Series overall. Oh, that's actually really bad. Oh. That seems to imply it gets worse. <laughs> no, it doesn't get worse. Baptism uh, by Fire is uh, good, too. Okay. I put them on the same level. Like, I, if but I had not a one of your favorite books in the like, series. It's hard to talk about, because... Or, I'm not going to talk about the books, though, because, obviously, I don't want to spoil They were... I, I did put those books on my Christmas wish list, so I may be getting them. Mm. However, it may be a long while 
uh, before I can read them because 2023 is the year of Sanderson. Mm, and my yeah. plan is to reread all of his Cosmere books. Good luck. Which is a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, especially because 2023 is the year that his four secret novels are going to be coming out as well, along with Stormlight 5. <clears throat> and I'll also have The Lost Mat- Metal, which is his book that came out last month. Um, I have that one to read. Mm. Actually, uh, to your point, Caleb, or to your question, uh, I recently got something I had ordered a couple months ago, which is a box set of the Poetic Edda, the Saga of Two Heroes, and then some other piece of uh, of ancient Norse literature, um, translated by like my favorite guy, my, my go-to guy, Jackson Crawford. Uh, apparently he was actually consulted by, I don't remember who, who, what studio it is, but like the people who developed God of War Ragnarok went to him to get his input on like Norse mythology. Um, Mm -hmm. and he apparently was a, was a consultant there and he does some really great work. Uh, but the, the funny thing is I ordered it and, um, uh, and it was in old Norse. No, no, no. Imagine something, something funnier, something actually funnier. Uh, I tried ordering it. Funnier than accidentally ordering a language, uh, mm-hmm. a book in its original language. Yes, yes. I ordered it, and it was like, "Hey, it's in stock." So I, I put I put in my order, and then later on, I got an email like, "Hey, it's out of stock. Actually, uh, we just didn't update the website. However, we'll keep we'll we'll keep your order, and then when it goes for reprinting, uh, <clears throat> we will send it to you." Like, all right, cool. Uh, a couple months later. Jack, uh, Dr. Crawford announces the second reprinting. I'm like, all right, let's go for it. Uh, and I wait, and I wait, and I wait, and it's not coming. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to order it again. I, I order from a different website, uh, the first website he, he listed. And that one came in like a couple of days. And then like a week later, the first order from months ago came in. I'm like, whatever. So now I have two box sets <laughs> that cost me like 130 bucks each. And I don't, I, I'm just trying to figure out what to do with this stuff now because they're actually really nice they're really nice looking it's very nice compact it's not not as as fancy as that um uh book of of finnish myth myths uh and folktales is but it's like it's very nice looking i really want to see what's on your shelf now like the next time i'm over at your place it's just going to be a bunch of uh dune mythology dune the witcher uh <laughs> Finnish and Norse myths, and then uh, a, a box of beef ramen. <laughs> no, like, like I, I leave it there. That's I don't my even favorite know. kind of literature. I mean, like, it, it's it, real food for thought. <laughs> yeah, 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 food for thought. Uh, it, it's, uh, it's replaced chicken noodle soup as my go-to thing I quickly make when I'm sick. It's uh, like, it's, it's nice, it's it, hot, is it, it's is liquid. Is it the cup ramen or the... The bag. The bag. It's Package, the bag. sleeve, yeah, yeah. whatever. Okay. I've gotten, uh, the there's one time I was sick and I, uh, <laughs> my parents were like, what do you want me to get, uh, for you? And I said, could you get me two McRib? And they're like, <laughs> okay. And it's like, that didn't really help the situation. <laughs> but. Hey, Andrew, did you receive your Christmas present? No, I didn't. I actually began to wonder, like, why did he ask for my address? And then, like, he okay. just didn't say. Well, you forgot to give your apartment number. Mmm. And so there was trouble delivering it, so I had it delivered to Michael's house. Oh. So it, it, should, it should be arrived, and you should receive it from him. And he may have 
have forgotten. So you could just probably just like go over to his house one random day and be like, I'm here to get my mail. BRB, I'm going right now. <laughs> hey, hey, Michael. Yeah, Michael. <clears throat> uh, okay, I, that, that's good. To, I, I, for sure, I was like, I guess he's just not sending. Yeah. Like, I, I, well, I actually, okay, I'll tell yeah. you this. This sounds kind of pathetic. I'm going to say it anyway. After like a week and a half after you sent that message, uh, and I saw Caleb had like sent a picture in the group chat with what he got. I checked the mail every single day. Like, is it here? Oh, yeah. Is it here? Yeah. Oh, well, I said, and I was like, I, you know what? I Fine, purchased whatever. yours. Yeah. Andrew, I, I purchased yours first, <sighs> but for some reason it was delayed. Mm. Maybe it was the address. I, I'm not sure. Probably because but, that happened. Listen, yeah. listen, I, I, I ordered a package from, uh, of, of, uh, some clothes from Under Armour and they, sent me a picture of them leaving at my doorstep plot twist not my doorstep <clears throat> and this was like four oh. days afterwards i checked i'm like ah great so i go over there i knock on the door and it's it's kind of it's in the evening and so i see there's a light on and he, the guy opens the door and he's wearing the clothes that you <laughs> no, wore. no 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 see no i i wish i wish that would have happened what happened was the blinds are drawn you could, there's a light there's, you see a silhouette open the blinds a little bit like peering through <laughs> close them turn the light off and walk away and i was like wow you thief you know and you you still but uh like then i think like two days later i went back and i knocked on the door again and the person comes out and says like oh sorry like yeah i was gonna give it to you like i promise i'm not stealing and i was like i'll give you the benefit of the doubt why not somebody stole my underwear i ordered a 20 While pack you were of underwear wearing it? like from online while he was wearing and... it now <laughs> <laughs> No, but there's like a thief in our apartment complex. So they said basically, if you're caught with these boxes, then you know you'll get in trouble and we'll have to call the police. But then it's like, well, somebody was probably very disappointed just seeing like a twenty pack of Kane's mm -hmm. underwear. <laughs> oh yeah, porch pirate rocks. Oh, just underwear. Like what? But I, I can't like the really Polar check Express my kid, right? my uh, apartment uh, fellow apartment dwellers to see if they stole it because I'm not gonna ha have them uh, pulled on their pants. Right. Right. <laughs> Pull down your pants. No, you're just gonna pants them. You're just gonna pants everyone. Pants everybody like, in the apartment complex. Oh, oh, like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you're wearing them. I'm gonna take them right now. <laughs> yeah, I've had to throw out some socks because my dog's eaten parts of socks. I'm gonna get what's mine. <laughs> no, yeah. So, so TV remote. So wait, let me think. So it was that, and then all of the times I've ordered like food delivered, and it goes to like some other some other place. So stupid. Like, I can give them the exact number, I can give them the apartment number, and they still give it to the wrong place. One time, it wasn't even the right building. I gave them the right building number, and, like, they went to, like, the next door guy. And, like, the guy next door walks over and he says, hey, are you Andrew? Like, yeah. It's like, uh, here's this package. They left it at my door. And so I'm like, oh, thank you. And I'm, at, I'm back of my head, I'm thinking, like, how do you make that? How do you screw that up? Like, what? I had DoorDash. Um, I basically, I work in a multi-story building and I like ordered DoorDash McDonald's and they kept like, people would pick it up for a second. Cause you could see live mm. what's going on and then they drop it and then another person would pick it up. And so they were basically checking if there's any other opportunities in the area because they didn't want to drive it to campus. Mm -hmm. So the person does pick it up and drives to mm. campus. Right. And I, she's like, I'm, I put it outside the door. And I'm like, it's not by the door. So I go to the lower level and I look around outside and it's not there either. And I'm like, so you, you didn't do anything with it. 
you didn't you even deliver it <laughs> so i got my money back because they do have an option like if it doesn't show up to get your money back but of course it takes one to three business days and i was just like this is so irritating because i hadn't eaten breakfast i was about to say you're, you're still it. short food <laughs> yeah and now yeah. you don't have money to even buy your breakfast anymore it's so annoying <laughs> actually because i texted them out oh, sorry go ahead well, I was going to say, like, I texted them, like, where are you or whatever? And they didn't respond because you actually get the person's number. Mm -hmm. And I was like, where do you drop it off? And then they just radio silence. So <laughs> that person just looked at it and said, mm, McGriddle, I could I could do with that. Mm, yum. Actually, I was at uh, Brian. I was at, I was at your brother in law's house. And it was so this wasn't my apartment complex, but I ordered Panda Express. And like, I saw the guy. Like as 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 the the apps tell me like all right they're approaching they're like they're right they're right here hey arrived I'm like perfect so I walk outside and I look around I see nothing and I'm like that's really strange and I look over to the right and you what see a do parked I see? car with a guy just shoveling food into his mouth <laughs> no no I see a guy like a block and a half down he and he's holding a white bag a white, a white plastic bag and he's wandering around looking like where is it where is it and I'm just like. I wait for him to look my way, and I, I just kind of raise my hand like, hey, yeah, over here, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> that's my panda. It's like, that's my food. And he's like, oh, like, I even asked, I asked your sister, uh, like, what the address was, and I got, I got the right address. Somehow, Google Maps told him to go a block and keep going. Like, I don't know. Or he's just dumb. Well, from what I know about delivery apps, is that sometimes they have internal GPSs that do not get the addresses right. Mm. It's, it's pretty dumb. And so, yeah, no idea why that's the case. Yeah. My grandma had What they should do is just and copy and paste sucked. the address from the app to, the, to a real GPS app. Yeah. My grandma had a Garmin. I, I didn't like that thing, but for some reason my dad loved it, so he got one. I hate that thing so much. <laughs> that thing doesn't... It, like... He doesn't even, he doesn't even like, he doesn't even listen to it half the time. I don't know why he bothered getting it. What do you mean? Like a Garmin watch, you're saying? No, no, a Garmin GPS for his car. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. He saw that my grandma had one. He's like, that looks great. I was thinking, I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, because when I hear someone got a Garmin, oh, like, okay. I think the, the GPS watches. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. The watches are solid. Mine's been the, through the, a lot of car stuff. Or not, let me tell you. So here's an interesting question. How many times have each of you been pulled over? Um, I think you. for me it's been once. I think we've talked about this. Have we've we? We've covered this in like season one. Is this a, is this just a prelude to you saying you got pulled over again? What? Well, I did. Oh, there we but... go. There we go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> As we stated in season one, I have been pulled over skip, exactly one time, the and here. the reason I was pulled over no, but I was like was because was, 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 was when I was with you, Caleb. That that was the only time I've ever been pulled over. Were you in the uh, the passenger seat? No, no, I was. I was the driver. I was the driver, and that was when we were going down to the Ozarks. On our way to the state park. Yes. Yeah. We Actually, so uh, I think on Friday. Um. So just just yesterday. Did Caleb tell you to go the wrong way down a one way street? No, it, it was my fault entirely. But it wasn't me being pulled over. There was an ambulance coming down the road, and I was like slowing down, like getting ready to stop. And as I'm like stopping, slowing down, going really slow, uh, the guy behind me. To totally normal civilian car just starts like uh, uh, playing his his police lights. I'm like, yo, like this guy was undercover and he's like, like I'm like I'm already slowing down. I'm I'm practically stopped, but he just he had to go the extra mile and it's like he that guy blew blew his cover for that. It's like all right, whatever. Guy's a nut. 
but I, not, I not being pulled over, over because like after the ambulance stopped or after the ambulance uh, passed me, he just turned his lights off and, and whatever. It didn't There's matter. an awkward moment. Um, oh, weird. So my tail light. Does that really was count out? as being pulled over if the policeman doesn't even get out of no, his car? No, probably not. It was just his way of saying, hey, slow down for the ambulance. But it's like, I was already doing that. Okay. So I wouldn't so, even count that. Yeah. So my tail light was out and I was driving to my parents' house and it was at nighttime. And I had an awkward moment with the officer because he pulled, pulled me over. He's like, son, you know why I pulled you over? And I'm like, I, and I was speeding. And he's like, no, <laughs> it's your taillight. <laughs> well, if you're saying that. Yeah, so, yeah. That's why you don't answer the question. You just say, I don't, why? I, yeah, but, uh, or, and my dog or, was in the car, or, and it was really say, awkward because he was know, trying sorry. to lick his face. You just act like you know, but you don't actually say what it is. I know, officer. You're right. It is awkward, too, because I let my dog ride in the front seat, and uh, sometimes the seatbelt alarm will go off, mm. since she's, like, the size of, like, a small human. So it's just going and going. But apparently, that's not normal. Apparently, a lot of people just put their dogs in the back seat. But I'm like, yeah. I don't want my dog to jump on my lap while I'm driving. Yeah. Oh, she doesn't do that's, that. That's my main reason. Yeah. Of course, you know you could just buckle the seatbelt while she's in that seat, and then it won't beep. Big brain. Big brain compromise. <laughs> galaxy brain. Megamind galaxy right brain. It's like, that. that's what I've had to do when I just put large things in my passenger seat. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Your wife. What's the largest thing you buy? Well, not necessarily buy. Your wife. But, you know, if you have a lot of groceries, <laughs> you know. <we'll> s- <laughs> right after I said- <laughs> Yeah. Well, what's a large thing that you bite your wife? <laughs> I got it on mail order. Got him. <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking with his accent. Yeah. Those are the guys. <laughs> I was watching a sci-fi show, speaking of, like, um, random things. but um, And this guy, like, apparently has, like, PTSD from, like, uh, from war or whatever. And he's doing an investigation trying to find a murderer. And, uh... Like, he shoots, like, because he thinks he sees somebody and ends up just being a raccoon, and he shot the raccoon, like, three times. And I was like, that's so random. It, the, the CGI was bad, though, so it was, like, an inserted CGI raccoon oh. with, like, bullet holes in it. And I was like, this is so... What what was this that you were watching? Um, There's a show that came out in 2013 called Defiance, and it was basically oh. paired with a video game. So the show was, like, kind of set in the same universe oh that the video i remember game that that sucks yeah the game well I, I as far as i remember the whole enterprise was just a complete dumpster fire <laughs> yeah it like i mean i'm i'm planning on making a youtube video saying i watched three seasons of defiance so you don't have to oh so um, you agree with me then <laughs> yeah for the most part season three was like it's a cool concept though because basically the idea is that aliens came to earth um basically expecting a new home world because their previous uh world worlds had been blown up by a sun and they found no intelligent life on it so they decided to stay well they they terraformed the planet um partially terraformed it and basically uh there was like a big war and then the war ended and then now it's like humans and then the seven alien races are like living together so the premise is it's like basically about an arc hunter and his daughter basically like go to a town to help it out and then decide to stay um and like basically he's the law keeper of the town i wouldn't recommend it because it's pretty raunchy at times so if you're not into that you have to fast forward quite a bit but um mm. but it's weird watching a show that i like basically basically as a teenager watched 
and going back and watching it, I realized like all the terrible cringe dialogue <laughs> and the moments that are like not good. I don't know if you guys have ever done that with a piece of media. Like you've gone back and watched it and you're like, I can't believe that I like. Uh, for me, it's mostly been like music. Like, oh, I, I, I enjoyed this. Uh, this, is, this is stupid. I mean, the Bionicle mm. movie still holds up. So yes, the the, the first one. I haven't, the first I haven't one seen great. the Bionicle even, movies even, since. Even the second Bionicle movie is pretty good. A, a, a child. Yeah. Oh man. Oh wait. Uh, Let's see, is there anything? The like second that? movie. The, yeah, the second movie was good. This was the second movie. The one where they become the weird cocoon people. Or is that the I third don't know. movie? The second movie was not as good. I think the second movie was the weakest. It was actually the third one that was pretty good. Yes, the third movie is the one that I was thinking of. Yeah. The first and third were amazing. Uh, the, the, the second I remember one was, being then... so impressed by the CGI of the third movie and how like the smoke looked real on the the fire um, Bionicles. Which man, I used to be so into Bionicle, like I knew all of the the in world like lore and lingo. But man, it it's escaped me now. Mm-hmm. Like I can just remember Mata Nui. That that's the main thing I can remember. <clears throat> So yeah, uh, Caleb, what, what you've experienced is what Brandon Sanderson calls the suck fairy, is that you have this, as a child, you watch this amazing piece of media, and when you go back to watch it, you discover that a fairy has come by since you last watched it and has made it bad. Yeah. Are you sure that's not just, like, nostalgia? Well, that, that's the idea, is that yeah, nostalgia the gives you the, the, right. the glasses that make you think it was great mm. or, or also the naivete of being young but yeah it, it's a joke it, it's it's the idea of just saying that something has come along and made this great amazing thing bad instead of having to admit wow that wasn't as good as i remember it being that's like you adventure know? quest worlds andrew oh, i used to like think it was like the coolest thing ever i loved that and game then... What about the, what's the one with the mechs where you like wasn't shoot it, each other with the mechs? Wasn't mech? that just called Mech Quest? Yeah, Mech Quest. I used to play a lot of Mech Quest as So well. did I, but um... Have you ever played either, Brian, or those past your time? Uh, those don't sound familiar at all. Uh, it's, uh, it's past whatever. My yeah, it's, it's whatever. Andrew and I are like the same age. <laughs> I went back and played RuneScape for a while. And uh, that was another surprise. I was like, this isn't as exciting as I thought it was. I remember it not being exciting, but I still like kind of got addicted to that game. Well, I, a year ago, I bought a pass so I could go into like the whole map and uh, mm. do quests. Um, so I spent like $5 because it's like I want to relive. Because like as a kid, I actually didn't have a premium account, so I could only like walk around the starter area. And I was like, maybe it'll be cool if I go mm. back and I can go everywhere. And uh, Man, it was interesting. Can you believe it? I okay. Here's here's an embarrassing story. So I remember, I vividly remember this. Uh, basically being cheated because I was the stupid kid. So young player, yada yada yada. Uh, some guy managed to convince me to go to the PvP area, promising that there was something cool up there that I could get. And so I follow him, and he like. Kills me instantly and takes my stuff. Mm -hmm. It's like, wow, he betrayed me. Believe what a liar. That's like when Andrew and I it were was, playing in. Uh, it's like, okay, you realize you just you basically stole the property of a ten year old. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> what game was this? You remember? When, you remember when I accidentally? This is on RuneScape. Oh yeah. 
It's funny, you know actually, I accidentally my experience Curtis? with RuneScape was entirely different. You know what happened? I, what, I, you were the guy convincing people to go out into the PvP no, area? No, 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 not them. at all. I went, I went to the marketplace, and some dude in, like, super high, over-leveled gear walks up to me, and he's like, Can we do, you want to do a trade? And I'm like, I, again, I'm like 10 years old. I'm like, yeah, sure, but I got nothing to trade with. And he's like, no, that's okay. You don't need, you don't need anything. Like, oh, okay. So we open up the thing. And uh, he just hands me, like, a million gold. I'm like, this is, like, that's so cool. I got to give him something back in return. <laughs> I try giving him, like, my dinky little, like, sword. And, like, he cancels it and says, no, I don't want your stuff. Do it again. Okay. So I do it again. He gives me a million gold. I do nothing. Trade complete. I'm like, oh, I'm rich now. Like, thanks, I guess. But, like, to me, that was, like, I guess that was just, like, a huge rush of dopamine. It's just, like... Now what? Uh, I log off forever. <laughs> I never touch the game again. <laughs> I was like, I won. <laughs> RuneScape's such a great game. These random strangers just give you things. I know. It was amazing. So the, your experience was just getting like PvP like murdered. It's like, so that's what it's like yeah. on the other side. <laughs> Not that I'd know. My, my other th value of, that I found out of RuneScape was trying to figure out the most efficient way of leveling up as many skills all at the same time so it'd be like chop down a tree go fishing build a fire cook the fish hmm. and like i don't know stuff like that where it's like i, I leveled up my woodworking like my wood cutting wood cutting so so high although i think the highest level i ever got was like level 40 yeah the soundtrack holds up the soundtrack's like fun still yeah like the midi audio Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can still still vaguely remember certain songs that I would listen to over and over again. That was another cool thing about the game is like you only can listen to a song if you've been to the place where it plays. Yep. And so it's like you can explore around to unlock songs. So that was another cool thing. I mean, it's still I mean, if I was a younger person, I might still enjoy it a lot. I think just whenever you get older and you play games that are more I don't know. Dark complex. It doesn't seem as enjoyable. I, I, by the way, I'm just going to mention, I, uh, I basically beat God of War Ragnarok in one week. I spent like 39 hours doing it. It was very unhealthy, but the ending was pretty, pretty great. Um, definitely a solid buy. I think if you have a PlayStation, um, that's all I wanted to I say. I got, a, I got a new switch. Nice. A new a switch? Nintendo switch OLED. Do what? A new switch? Yeah. Hmm. Basically, I managed to get 25% off on an OLED switch. Mm. And so now I can sell my old switch for the price that I bought my new one and basically be upgrading my switch for free. That's pretty cool. Very excited about yeah. that. Because the, the switch OLED is um, $350 normally, and a regular switch is 300 Yes. And so 25% off three, 350 is about $261. And so I can sell my old Switch, which is just a couple of years old, but in great condition, for $260 and basically not be swindling anybody by trying to sell an old Switch, a used Switch, for the price of a brand new Switch, you know? And basically be not losing any money on it. Pretty excited about that. I guess um, just a random thing. Do you, like, have you had the reverse reaction where you've gone back to something and it's... Um been just as enjoyable or even better um than what you remembered in your childhood 
I guess a lot of like classic movies. Like there are lots of things that I didn't appreciate as a child, like the movie "It's a Wonderful Life." Mm-hmm. It's like now, like every other scene, I'm I'm nearly brought to tears as I'm watching it, just because I didn't get the the concept of the movie while I was, you know, eight. Oh, that's the one where the guy wishes he was never born, right? Right. Yeah, I feel that way about Morrowind. Like it's still super fun. Even when I go back to it. Yeah, Morrowind is a timeless classic. I mean, now, I'll it, say this. It's a timeless something classic Something that I liked me. as a child and find just as good as an adult. I suppose, I suppose, like we mentioned at the beginning, Fellowship of the Ring is one of those. Probably The Phantom Menace, honestly. I, I think I appreciate more of the, you know, the kind of vague political intrigue dialogue, even though it's probably not the most interesting in general it's kind of a general it's kind of an interesting idea as far as a movie plot goes yeah but i I watched that fairly recently and absolutely loved every moment of it although jar jar binks is definitely like fun in such a ridiculously stupid way honestly uh, okay i don't want this to be a drawback for my recommendation but uh jar jar binks is kind of a similar kind of ridiculous stupid that RRR sometimes has. Like, there are some ridiculous stupid things in RRR. What is RRR? I don't know what that is. What do the um, R stand for? Well, the, the movie is just three capital R's. Like, if you were to look it up, that's how you'd look it up. Apparently, it stands, up, stands for Rise, Roar, and Revolt, I think. Hmm. If memory serves, I I read The Hobbit back in the day, and I still thoroughly enjoy The Hobbit. Ender's Game holds up too. I read that when I was in uh, junior mm-hmm. high. Yeah, Ender's Game is good. Although the I would say the sequels to that are even better than what was the Ender's one game. directly after Ender's Game? Is it Ender's... Speaker for the Dead? I think I read Ender's Shadow. Now, see that one's kind of different. Has a different focus. Mm-hmm. That's that's on my list to to read. I have not read that one yet. The Hunger Games films, I feel like if I went back, they would not be as, like, good as I thought. Eh, I, yeah, I... Like, the premise is cool. Like, the idea of the Hunger Games is interesting, but... They're okay. But they're not, it's not, like, groundbreaking literature. I can't, I didn't actually, like, watch Harry Potter till I was older, too. So I can't really comment on that. Uh, I, I feel like the Hunger Games were... How do I put this? It feels like they started off interesting, but like, I don't know. I, I just was not thrilled with the way it went of like, let's storm the capital and we have this. It got very melodramatic, I guess. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, it, I, I felt the same way about reading, reading the last book, which is To Kill a Mockingbird. Mm-hmm. Um, no. Sorry, no, wrong. It's, uh... Mockingjay. Mocking, sorry, sorry what's the wrong one? Uh, mock, I knew it was mocking. <laughs> so, I knew it was mocking something. <laughs> mocking Jay. Mocking Jay. I think it's just mocking yes. Jay. I felt the same <laughs> way reading <laughs> reading the storm of the Capitol written in Mocking Jay that I felt in uh, the book Inheritance because uh, it, it, it felt like a very almost anticlimactic. The 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 difference being that I thought the ending for Mocking Jay. Uh, was better than Inheritance. Inheritance is like, oh, I, I don't like that book at all. But uh, I, at least I liked... Oh, so we're switching to Aragorn? No, 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 no. I'm making a comparison. 
Okay. I I liked how Mockingjay ended, even if I thought the th- like the third act of the story overall of the three books was the weakest. I liked um the ending, the very very ending. I thought that was nice. Uh, the way that I guess spoilers, but whatever. The way that um Katniss, uh, yeah, Katniss uh like realizes that like actually President Snow is not not my real enemy. And that the person who is actually responsible for the death of my sister is President Coin, and she like she like shoots her instead. That I, I thought that was cool. I really like that. That's all I got. Yeah, I I remember thinking the books okay, and the movies okay. It's it did your your basic, very simple, you know, kind of action action book for teenagers. Mm-hmm. It did usher in an age of like a ton of. Um... Dystopian teen books, yeah, teen, teen dystopian teen books being sci-fi dystopia, like Maze like Runner. Divergent. I read the first book of Maze Runner and thought it was good, but then I, I never read the sequels. So. I never read any of the other books. The Hunger Games were the only ones that I read. Now, the, the the Hunger Games was the first book I had encountered where it was written in a first-person present tense, mm-hmm. and that took some getting to used to. Getting used to <laughs> it was very strange for me. Yeah, I uh, I mean it feels like. Looking back, I'm not sure why I felt drawn to that. I think uh, the actual First person event present of the Hunger Games is what I found interesting because Katniss's romance is not something I care about, uh, <clears throat> or or at least I would I would care more about it if she wasn't so mopey. But like she's very depressed. Yeah. So I I learned that Josh Hutcherson, who plays Peta, yeah, yeah, Peta, um, he is in something that i watched recently one of those movies which one's the oldest one how old is that guy now he's got to be like in his 30s right here we go uh, you know for the longest time i, got, I thought I it was gotta, hutchinson i gotta look it up because i was i was he's surprised. 30 okay, he's 30 he's a good looking guy by the way he's an act he's right. actually very good looking he has looks elijah, like i was gonna ask has elijah right. wood done anything since uh lord of the rings oh over the garden he wall? is the voice of He's the voice of the kid in Howl's Moving Castle. He is? Oh. I, I think yeah. I remember my friend in high school telling me that, but I don't, but uh, I didn't, I didn't know, or I didn't realize when I was. Apparently he's also in the Polar Express. Yeah, I knew that. But no, he was, a uh, he was, um, uh, oh, I, oh man, Steven's going to kill me. I can't remember his name. He was the, the, one of the primary, one of the, one of the main characters in Over the Garden Wall. I don't remember who the who. Wait, Josh Hutcherson is? No, no, Elijah Wood, the guy we've been talking Elijah about. Wood. Oh, oh, it's not Wart. Wart. No. He he's Wart. Wart. Elijah Wood uh, is is Wart in um Over the Garden Wall, which we saw again this Thanksgiving because apparently it's uh it's a annual tradition for them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not that, that I mind. It's I actually like it. it's actually trying to find a a place to watch Over the Garden Wall that we discovered that. That, that started my binge of watching movies. Oh, really? Is that Over the Garden Wall is available for streaming on HBO Max. Uh, and uh, that's, that's when my father-in-law told me, oh, we actually have that. And I was like, oh, you do? Oh. We never actually ended up watching Over the Garden Wall, but... Uh, I started, uh, when I had an HBO Max subscription, I started watching um, the old Batman animated series. Yeah. Like, actually holds up pretty good as well. Yeah. Batman Beyond still good. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I don't know. 
it's it's good, but like apparently there was going to be some kind of Batman Beyond movie that Warner Brothers canceled a- along with uh like n- letting go of Henry Cavill as Superman. Bat- like they were gonna have some oh. movie about Batman, and it was gonna be like a, it was gonna be set in the Batman Beyond timeline or universe or whatever. That's kind of that's, that sounds really cool. That sounds unfortunate. Yeah, it's it's not gonna happen now. <laughs> yeah, Warner Bros is kind of like trying to cut back on a Who lot of stuff. Who even knows what they're doing? I I don't know, man. Uh, See, I would I would do something. Money. Yeah, that's well, they're, they're in the business of losing money. I agree. I don't know. I see. I I feel like they should try to do something. Well, some kind of I don't know. The the Batman did pretty well, didn't it? Yeah. Okay. Look, the the problem is that like it was, they and, they and make Joker films, well. and then every so often one of them is okay. Ah, oh, did pretty good. And then like, oh, how about Justice yeah. League? How about Batman be, be Superman? Like, oh well, never. How, well, how about no, Wonder Woman? Here's the, here's oh, the thing man was to fantastic. me. Here, here's the thing to me: the, the Joker and the Batman were seem to me kind of like their own thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Whereas Justice League and those other movies, they're like trying to do what Marvel did. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not talking about like I'm not universe. talking about continuity. I'm talking about making and losing money. Right. Well, the Batman. Do you remember, was do you remember that one? I'm saying that one Batman movie. Sorry, that one Batwoman movie where like they recorded it. It was in post production, and before they released it, they decided that releasing it would be worse damage to the brand than just scrapping right. the whole thing. And they never released it. Like there, there is an entire movie right. somewhere out there that we just don't know about that they like actually worked on, and it's practically finished. And they just said, you know what? It would be worse for us if we actually release this movie. So no, we're just not going to. It would be worse than trying to recoup any losses monetarily because it would be that bad. Like you have to understand, right. Warner Brothers as, as, as a film studio is a shambling chances. wreck that occasionally puts and, out something. And my good. point is that their their losses seem to be directly connected to their attempts to do what Marvel's done. But when they divert from that those attempts, you know, when they do something original like Joker or the Batman they find success. So I would, I would venture to say that what they should do is, you know, find, find some really, because here's, here's uh, Marvel's strategy. They find directors that aren't really well-known, who they can push around and don't have as much say as, you know, Kevin Feige. Mm-hmm. And this is... Because Marvel has to retain con- creative control, and nobody can diverge too much. This is why Marvel movies stay mostly okay. Is that Ken- Kevin Feige is very smart, and he knows what the movie's got to be, you know. And then, aside from that, you know, the directors can kind of do their thing, but not too much their thing. Whereas, so what they don't do is get you know somebody really famous. You know, they don't get. They don't ask Ridley Scott to make a a Marvel movie because Marvel Ridley Scott would want to do something original and you know have a say. Um, <clears throat> I don't suppose Zack Snyder's the Snyder cut um, made money at all. It was just kind of a. It was something that people had to like exercise in doing something weird. Right, right, but it was definitely something unique that a lot of people were down for, as far as audience goes. People don't like okay. It received a lot of positive audience feedback. I'll put it that way. But Warner, okay, you have to look at like what what is Warner Brothers dealing with? Their their material is not 
independent, artsy, fartsy, funhouse pieces, okay? Their stuff is comic books. In theory, it, it should work the same way Marvel does. It clearly doesn't, and, and Warner Brothers is, their response to this is like, oh, I just smacked myself in the face with this rake. I guess I'll just, I'll just keep going. Oh, I smacked myself in the face with this rake. I guess I'll keep going because they don't know what to do. They, they do not know what they are doing. Right. The, clearly, but clearly find, that model doesn't I, work. Right, which is why they keep making like cinematic universe movies. Yes. And with the cancellation of Batgirl, they realize, oh, you know, we have to do something and very different. And all the different. stuff with uh, uh, Ezra Miller in The Flash. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My coworker was telling me about this, like, actually with Ben Affleck and or with The Rock and Henry Cavill no longer being like there. It's like the one guy they have left to carry the DC uh, animated universe or a uh, cinematic universe <laughs> is uh, is uh, Ezra Miller. And I was like, oh, no, I just slammed my face down on the, on the desk. It's like, ah, great. <laughs> well, there's a time where they're like, we're not going to release the movie. Or there was three options. They release the movie after he goes to therapy and does something. They drop him, basically, and don't release the movie. Or they release the movie and uh, Wait, what? after what he... Wait, what are you talking about? Oh, you didn't hear about all the stuff Ezra Miller got into? Like, he got yeah, arrested multiple times and... like Sounds fun. See, I, I, I haven't even seen the, the Justice League movies. So, like, I haven't seen any like dc product that involves the flash he tried to like choke out a fan that was one of the times he got arrested. He apparently also kidnapped the fan yep so Dare it's me. like if if all the if the weight of the dc universe is on his shoulders then um <clears throat> they're in yeah. for some trouble so that's where that's where i think they need to do something drastic or yeah. I'd at least like to see them do something drastic, regardless of whether they need to or not. Well, they should have be good at least characters. be interesting. Like, like more interesting than their movies currently are. Uh, fundamentally, Batman's like an entertaining character. I'm not as big of a right. Superman fan, but Superman's iconic, you know? So it's not like they don't have good source material to pull from. Mm -hmm. I need to actually start collecting comic books again because that's super fun. Um, but I don't do it like as a what is it called i don't get like the original prints and stuff because they're like hundreds of dollars well yeah you don't even need that <clears throat> um i actually remember i i was talking so we have like a frames section with like and like the frames have like their own art in them mm -hmm. um like one of them was like a rick some famous piece of art whatever i don't care it's like a van gogh or something whatever and uh one of my one of my coworkers was telling me like yeah i went to the the museum of art in like Chicago or Indy, I don't remember. And my coworker was saying like, yeah, so I was walking around and I saw this piece of art po pointing at, at the piece of art that we were both looking at. And my coworker is like, and I just walked past. It was just like, yep, I see that like for hours every day. It doesn't mean anything to me anymore. And it's like, yep, that's what happens. And uh, like, you, you don't, you know, it's like, yeah, it, it's like, oh, this is one of the rare original, like, uh, uh, who cares? Yeah, reprinting art really loses the magic of the famous hand-painted pieces. That's of, why it has to be history. just like that good. But like there is a because nobody really cares about the paint strokes and what direction they're going. I think if I remember correctly, there was a comic book writer who, when he died, they uh, mixed his ashes in with uh, the uh, the substances they used to print comics, and so basically, like the last hundred issues of his comics were. Like, and that's a, no, that's a real story that I'm not making that up. Um, Wait, say again? Uh, 
very interesting. There was a, there was a comic. Uh, he was creator, one with his work. Creator who died, and they actually like mixed his ashes in. So Ew. Then, disgusting. <laughs> well, I'm sure it was mixed in well. You're not gonna have like a chunk of a dude on your. No, I know, but like, it... <laughs> you're, not, you're not gonna be flipping the page and oh man. See, look, there's... see, there's, right, this, the thing is, you know, that, that's, that's, that's not that's not where my distaste comes from. Thoroughly. Did you know <clears throat> there are certain like spells? I'm gonna use the word spell in air quotes. There are spells apparently where you where a woman, if she wants to ensure that a man will never cheat on her, what she does is she makes him food and she mix it, in it she mixes some secretions from her period uh and apparently that it's like hey hey man it, it's it's baked and you don't, you don't even taste it it's like yeah but i still don't want to eat your period blood it's like it doesn't matter they're like oh it's mixed how, in well who cares i don't care how is this related to the Be because uh, people I, I don't want people like i don't i don't <laughs> want people in my art or my food don't make art or food <laughs> out of people, okay? It's gross. That's all. <laughs> Speaking of that, there was a there's apparently a um historical event where I forgot it was during like the Age of Vikings, um, where um one of the guys like put a dude into like like they killed one of his enemies and put him into the food and they basically all the people who were dining with him were eating the guy and they didn't know it till he announced it. So interesting like, yeah was it like a, a power move yeah it's like a power play yeah i'll have to find that not now but yeah that that brings up the age-old question like if you're on an island would you eat your friend i hope not i mean not when they're alive <laughs> but... <laughs> oh, thank you thank you for that qualifier i didn't realize we were uh yeah, not like, we were like, ruling out okay, murder okay here we go if brian like died on an island I'm sure he'd be yeah, okay with so, me. So his you're leg. you're in a plane crash. The three of us are in a plane crash, and you are the sole survivor. Do you eat the remnants of the two friends? That's that's the question. Yes, that, 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 way, that yes. way they'll you... always be a part of me. Oh, it's so wholesome. <laughs> Until you take a crap. No, no, no. Like their blood, their energy enters my body, and it, it carries with it forever. Yes. And that way, when I get to their famous, I can say, "Don't worry, they're with me always." In my I, arteries. I got good vibes from eating, from eating Brian's arm. <clears throat> yeah, and like, I, apparently, you can get like a certain like parasites. I probably wouldn't. From eating human flesh. And like, one of the ways to tell. Would you do it though? What I know. No, if you're on an island and you have a fire no. going. And I think cannibalism is morally wrong. Um, I would not do that. I do too, but we're talking about survival here. I'd rather die. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> I would never eat Brian's head or your head. Oh, I but like my arm is fine. It's okay, Brian. You don't need that arm anymore anyway. And he's just dead. Like, <laughs> like it's like, yeah, well, he doesn't need his head anymore either. You can eat that too. Nah. <laughs> nah. Maybe his yeah, eyes there, would be there juicy. There is kind know. of a strange. I would not want his eyes looking up then, at me. While then I'm eat them. Eat them. Then, then you don't have to look at his eyes. <laughs> uh, checkmate. I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do to survive. So you both On would that not. Note, <laughs> you both would not eat me. No. If I died on an island. No, it's disgusting. Okay. <laughs> on that note. Yeah, what were you going to say? Yeah, on that note, I, I think we'll draw our podcast to a close. Okay. <laughs> we'll have to. We'll have to talk. Are we got? Are we still good on for Monday? Oh, we're doing another podcast on Monday. I thought. I mean, I can do it. Like, would you guys 
still be good for yeah, that. Yeah, I can do that. M- this Monday evening, yeah, I can do that. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, it wouldn't release on the same day, but... Yeah, I, I can do it. Right. I'm down. Cool. That's the plan. All right. Uh, thanks for stopping by. Join us next time to see what's up in Brian's ass. Bye. Bye. Not a dead body or cannibals. We don't know that yet. Well, it might be by then. Thank you for listening to this episode of Brian's Attic. And of course, a special thank you to our Patreon supporters. If you would like to support Brian's Attic, head over to patreon.com slash Brian's Attic, or use the link in the description.